0: This episode of Way Ye Eight Way Eight Don't Tell Me is brought to you by. Uh... Uh, what you just listened to was a couple, uh, a small sample from the track Eraser by Coyote and Cambria from uh, the Color Before the Sun. Uh, I'm Cyril Reyes.
1: I'm'm I'm a Florencio Reyes.
0: and you're listening to hey, way, yay, yeah, way way way. don't tell me. Uh, the Coheed and Cambria podcast. Uh, each episode we take three songs from Coheed and Cambria and analyze them, critique them, and help uh, normies uh, understand the mind of Claudia Sanchez.
1: Yeah, um, like we've been um we've been big uh um, children of the fence, Sanch heads um whatever you want to call it uh for a long time i even have my uh i have a keywork tattoo on my left shoulder um
0: the i the, have i have a coed and cambria bag from um featuring the guillotine and angels right. from the good apollo and burning star 4 artwork uh not album art uh, although it was on the vinyl. Um. So don't get us wrong. We are. This is coming from a place of love.
1: Yeah, but we've also we. I still love Cody Cambria, but um, there's a lot of goofiness in the, a lot of their songs and the lyrics.
0: Not gonna lie. Yes, uh, our Lord and Savior is not above criticism, and uh, we you know we will acknowledge that he is he see he appears to be self aware, uh, and uh the, the we're going to be talking a lot. Uh, in these episodes going back to his um who you know person that he isn't anymore uh, hopefully uh, because of the song uh, his music the subject matter is largely based on his relationships uh, or his life yeah uh, the three we're ta- the three songs we're talking about this episode is eraser from the color before the sun Al the killer from uh, Keeping Secrets Goods of Silent Earth th- I'm sorry And Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3 And the last one
1: Is uh, Grave Makers and Gunslingers My favorite off of um, Good Apollo on Star 4 Part 2 Uh, No
0: World for Tomorrow Yes. Uh, So let's start off By talking about Eraser So uh, Let me pull up the lyrics I'll edit this shit out Don't worry Good All right. Now Now's a good time to say the N-word Oh <laughs> 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 Uh, Eraser, uh, Lyrics, let's go. Here we go. Okay. So, uh, before going into the lyrics, in general, I think that this song is about Claudio, um, wishing that he could literally (laughs) turn the clock back to the way things were and not have bad written so
1: spitefully out of so much angst
0: yes uh let's let's go ahead and go right into the lyrics um i don't want to start on the first verse that doesn't make any sense to me but um where he says turn the clocks back to the way things were i never wanted to be this me show me back then the kid before the man i don't think this me is who i am he there was a point where he believes that he still had some innocence, and that something in something changed that turned him into the monster that he is today. Yes,
1: uh, the like uh, <laughs> the thing like that. I don't know if like he feels this way now because he also he has made a few songs about himself becoming a monster. Um, uh, the dark side of me is one example of that.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so he, at this point in the, the career of Claudio Sanchez, uh, I feel like he's trying to tell like what part of it is wanting him wanting to tell his fans that, you know, you y'all you, you know, you guys might like some of the stuff mm-hmm. where I'm angry, you know, yeah. how many times must I listen? I got to listen to your mouth go. How many times? Uh, how many times? How many times? <laughs> and uh, but he doesn't want to do that. And dude, this is actually something you might see. in this is actually I I this is kind of a weird comparison. Might be comparing apples to oranges here. But Tyler the the creator had right. got you know a lot of people don't like his music anymore because they prefer the horror core Tyler.
1: Yeah, like the Tron Cat Tyler, the fucking.
0: Um, uh, racial slurs, homophobic slurs. Tyler, the one where he pitch shifts his voice. The Tyler where he pitch shifts his voice low, kills his friends, uh, rapes and murders and eats women, and, you know, it's it's yeah, his pat. He's got some problematic music. And, you know, it it might be a little catchy, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to do that anymore, and that's fine. Uh, there are plenty of other artists who do that, and they're fine, they're okay, okay yeah. sure.
1: It's not my, not my thing, I'm not gonna listen to them, though.
0: And, okay, but, you know, in saying this, I feel like a dumbass now, because now it does make sense. He's, he's talking to...
1: Oh, let's, we, we, we should address the, the first, uh, line. Okay, let's... Because it, it is, it is goofy, and it... it...
0: Alright, so he says, I'm just a toy waiting for you to play me. I want to make, just make you happy.
1: Yeah. I want to, oh, I didn't see the, I want to make, just make you happy.
0: <laughs> There's no future I see with you in it. I just don't fit, not the right plastic. So this was a little weird. It's a little barely worded. Uh, something that's, I feel like, a signature of Claudio's songwriting style is he's doesn't make clear the perspective. And yes. I feel like it switches many times.
1: Without any indicator.
0: Yes. So he's, he's, he's,
1: he's the James Joyce of prog rock.
0: Yes. I'm a toy waiting for you to play with me. I want to make you happy. That's Claudio. Mm-hmm. He wants to, he writes music I think he's openly admitting that he does want people to like him. And I feel like that's okay to admit. A lot of people want to become famous. They want people to accept them. They want people to like them. I don't think there's anything wrong with Claudio saying that and admitting it. Uh, and he says, there's no future I see with you in it. That's coming from the audience who prefers the Armory Wars and the goofiness and the misogyny. Yes. And he says, I don't fit. I'm not the right plastic. Because uh, he's saying that these people who listen to his music that like that are just, they treat people like toys. I I suppose or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's not a, I mean, I'm not saying it's a good analogy, but I understand what he's trying to say. Oh, I'm not mad lean on me, man. I don't uh maybe he's saying that he's not mad that you want to leave him or whatever, but I don't you know the lean on me man part maybe you I I, th- I think it's
1: just some I think he just wanted to throw in a David Bowie reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay. Here's here's where things get a little bit yeah, uh, very very personal. Okay. Oh, middle age, come bring me a crisis. What am I worth? Does the truth hurt? Identity ride the tales of disaster. Ease on the clutch. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. So. No, oh,
1: he said. He said, "Fuck,
0: dude." He said, "Fuck." I mean, like, uh, so
1: I don't know if he knows. He doesn't like. He'll like. T- um. Claudio will swear in his songs, but like, he usually saves his, um, his, his, he uses this fucks very sparingly. Yes. Um, lately though, recent music, he's just been really going, like, there's another song where he says fuck.
0: Yeah. Like, there's, his song, his music is, there's some, he's got some vulgar songs, uh, and when he's not saying, I mean, when he, and when he does curse, it's, it's, there's supposed to be like some emotion behind it, you know? He's not like fucking shit fuck fuck yeah. I fucking hate women he doesn't say that he says I, I want to kill women, but you know when it's fuck it's serious, so he but he's literally talking about how he's having a midlife crisis, yeah I mean he's not middle age, but that whole the whole the whole concept of midlife crisis uh generationally like seems like it's getting like people younger like that where the age where people reach midlife crisis mm-hmm. has gotten younger and younger uh, Identity ride the tales of disaster ease on the clutch like um. his identity is 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 tied to or at least he's finding that he can't identify with his own music anymore he can't so like this this character and a lot of what he's been writing was has been attached to that to that young man who was angry uh his ex for breaking up with him but he's not angry about that anymore he's over it uh he and it's like why am i still writing about why 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 should i why would i still be writing about this shit I think that's something that he as uh, a reason why he went back to Amory Wars. Uh, but we'll talk about that when we start getting into that album. When we return, we listen to Al the Killer. <laughs> Wow okay, uh so you just uh, listened to a sample of al the killer from the album in keeping Secrets of Silent Earth three and uh yeah like um
1: that um man that opening uh that o- that opening uh, line uh if it's very the whole song is very um black metal esque as in um especially like the the opening uh lo fi recordings, um, the beginning, not birth, stars along, tender heart, like that like that's some like early mayhem shit. Um well mm, mm, less thrashy. But still, um yeah, it's uh it's a very interesting track, very dark.
0: Um I've now uh I think that this is one of the tracks that that blends um, his true feelings and the science fiction. Uh, He has a character in the story of the Amory Wars uh, known as Al the Killer. So those of you who know who he is knows that he is... Uh, I think that Claudio, I might he, be wrong here, described him as kind of like he he described him as like
1: a, a racist um, killer. As he a black guy who is racist, he kills white girls because a white girl broke up with broke his heart.
0: Yeah, uh, and also um, I might be wrong about this, but I think that he's like called him like 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 compared him to like Han Solo. Like it's his Han Solo. Ooh. Like if Han Solo <laughs> existed in the Omri Wars, he would be have a he would be a misogynist with a uh, what's the word? Predisposition? Yeah. To hating uh, white women. Uh, there is a kind of a huge leap in uh in, in style in terms of like musical style um Second Stage Turbine Blade 2 In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3 I feel like Claudio really amped up really ramped up the science fiction uh, premise. Yes, m-
1: more science fiction uh, m- even darker than uh, In Keeping Secrets. Yeah. And I mean like In Keeping like an, 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 I mean I'm sorry, Second Stage Turbine Blade and keeping secrets. I mean, we have like murderers. We have a tor- a, a a really poppy torture scene.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this album is definitely a mixed bag in terms of like Claudio's character. Claudio's character is like bumming around. uh at this point, he's an adult man in the story, um, and he's not doing anything with his life. Uh I mean, at this point, I think Claudio. And in his life, has been doing so. At this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe Claudio imagines this was his alternate and, and, universe. And
1: also, remember, like, he was still in his, uh, he was still living in his parents' house when he released, uh, uh, in Keeping Secrets. He recorded, he even, he, 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 he recorded audio for, uh, I believe he recorded audio for, uh, Second Stage Serpent Blade at his parents' too. I'm correct.
0: So, this is, I mean, this is kind of scary stuff. To to cover here, uh, in the lyrics, uh, when I kill her, I'll have her die. White girls, die. White girls, dance upon the graves of the dead, dance upon your name. Like, again, I mean, like I that I, I don't I don't, okay I want I don't want to say that this is, like, his feelings towards women because I mean I don't I mean I don't think that he, wants to kill anybody but it is uh really really misogynistic this character at least claudio has written him to be a very like misogynistic person
1: and like also like you have to remember there's also the the scream before the scream before the bridge uh let this colony know in the name of the dead we're coming i'm not sure if that's from that's coming from al the killer or um the main baddie uh Wil- Wilhelm Ryan.
0: Or mm-hmm. well, I or well, I think. That might also be coming from Jesse. Um. I don't remember the. Don't worry. When that we promise to do more research next. Yeah. episode. <laughs> Let's go to. Again, like so. I have, okay, so I have, the refrain is really bad. Die, white girls. When I ha- kill her, I'll have her. Uh, but the rest of the song is, like, it's very, like, poetic in a, like, a dark and grimy way. Yeah. Um,
1: like, the, the, the opening, like, um, I want to say um, spoken wordish kind of vocals in the beginning were very, like, competent, like, goth kid poetry. Mm-hmm.
0: Something that I really like in his songwriting style... That is present in the song. is like the weird way that he uses words. Mm-hmm. Will the killing veil love should the heroes play dumb? Uh, he's saying that... I don't know if he's saying will the killing veil... Is he using veil as a verb? Yeah. Will the killing veil love should the heroes play dumb? Uh, so like if the heroes don't do anything is the killing... Uh, covering up, is is there love behind the killing? I think that's what I'm just yeah. To say. And then like, the next, lo-
1: next like <laughs> the next line, he's saying like, "Killing's no fun if the heroes are none." He's like, "This ain't fun unless someone's trying to stop me."
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, was, yeah, I th- yeah. He's still saying "die, white girls," but now he's saying "bye, bye world, bye, bye world." So, if I'm not wrong, in the comics, uh. Al is defeated. I think Al is killed. Uh, this kind of, I think, or maybe originally he wanted Al to go out on his own terms, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I don't think there's anything to gather from that. I think that's really just Al dying yeah. and spiting uh, the women who spurn him. Because in the comics, you know, he meets up with nice women, and um, the comics are bad. I mean, not, not like, like, you think this is gross. Like, there's some graphic depictions of Al the Killer in the comics. Yeah. I think that's all we have to say for Al the Killer. Um, I think
1: so. I'm just, I'm. It's such a
0: dark song.
1: It's. It is like it was it was a bopper. It was one of my favorites off the album when I was a kid. That's for sure.
0: When you're when you I mean, it's hard. It's got the sound. Lyrically, it's questionable. But um I think we've taken everything we could out of it for today. Yeah. Uh on a lighter note, we're gonna move on to our next song. Um, you're going to hear a sample from um
1: Grave makers and gunslingers.
0: Coming up, grave and gunslingers.
1: <laughs> well, wow
0: man what a banger what a banger that track yes. is grave and gunslingers off of good apollo and burning star 4 volume two no world for tomorrow uh yeah i forgot that that song is actually uh really fucking awesome yeah
1: it's like it's so it's
0: like it's camp
1: turned up to the nth degree. Um, it's like southern. It's like a southern rock song mm-hmm. in in like Coheed flavor.
0: I feel like the I kind of I feel like there's like a little bit of like, uh like maybe like some like hair metal. In yeah, there. There's like, like, like
1: they like you. They could like the first like half could easily be a Buck Cherry song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh baby, be my
1: lover. Come on and my... pull that trigger. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Stuff oh. like that. Yeah, there's, and there's, okay, so first I want to talk about, like, from a story perspective, because I I fucked up uh, when I said that uh, Al the Killer was Han Solo. There's another character who I, who, 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 with a skeleton face. He with a fucking skeleton face. He's got, like, a bone gun and, like, a skeleton horse motorcycle. I don't, I don't know. Uh, He's supposed, he's the Han Solo character. I don't remember if he's a good guy or bad guy, though. But I think everybody's a bad guy.
1: Th- this song <laughs> is essentially his theme. Like, he is one bad motherfucker. Yes.
0: Which he even, you know, he, he, which he calls himself in the song. He calls himself a bad motherfucker. Yeah. And I think it's like the only Coed and Camry song where he says motherfucker. I think so. I don't know about, like... He might say more, like, uh... What's it called? Heavenly Creatures. Uh... I I've I've only listened to one song off of Heavenly Creatures, actually. I, okay, I listened to a few songs, but I don't remember their names. Uh, but we will. We don't need to tell them. They don't. They don't need to. Know we'll, cut we'll cut that out. We'll cut all of that out. <laughs> cut all of that out. But yeah,
1: he says he says he says uh, motherfucker, um like I said like he doesn't say I don't think he says fuck anywhere else in this album, like he when he, when he has a, when he has to say a fuck he means fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what gives it so much punch, you know, uh, is, you know, he's just not throwing it around willy nilly, you know, he's like, hey, I'm a bad motherfucker. Although he does say yeah. it twice in the song. Little Strutter, don't you creep out that fucking rut. Yeah. And this person talking to uh, talking to him. OK, so there's there's uh, three voices here. OK, so there's uh, so draw a little piggy better. Watch out for number one. I fear there's a bad wind blowing through here. (laughs) Like, who, like, there's somebody else saying that. Yeah. And then. There there is, like, a little tinier voice.
1: I feel there's a bad wind blowing through here. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, I want to talk, also, like, the rhythm is, like, very, it's like, so you could snap your fingers to this, you Mm -hmm. know? So draw a little pig, you better watch out for number one. I feel there's a bad wind blowing through here. You better put up the shutters, cause the Lord knows that no, ain't it? stop it till the worst gets low. you get it. Yeah. Uh hey, what I miss. We're one and the same. Uh so uh I mean Claudio's character is probably is kind ca- encountering this guy. Mm-hmm. And guys like, hey, you and me, we're the same. You know, like, like this dude is supposed to be like the what if Claudio, you know, mm-hmm. like what what the path that Claudio could have turned down, as this a uh, Bowen bounty hunter, uh, Hone Solo. Yeah. This Bone Solo. Bone guy. Solo guy. So Bone Solo, uh, there's a part in the song that is uh, uh, probably my favorite sequence mm-hmm. is where you uh, I think you hear. The bone solo guy talking to like his captive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember uh, what the who the female lead in No World for Tomorrow is if there is one. Um, cause a little bit of a cannon break. Um, Amberlina, stupid fucking name, dies. Amberlina. Amberlina. Yeah. <laughs> I. She dies in. Um, on Bernie Sturford. Spoiler yes. alert:
1: She gets. She is executed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because the author uh, Claudio Sanchez, yes. the writer, the, 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 the
1: writer. writer,
0: the writing writer, uh, Claudio Sanchez, uh, K- kills her off. He has of he, he has a one on one with a bicycle with a character that he wrote for the story. Uh, and this all sounds weird, but this is all true and all part of the canon.
1: Yeah, it gets really um
0: really meta. Listen, Chandra babe, a bicycle told me to kill your character <laughs> off. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: uh
0: this whole song definitely has like that has like a gritty like macho hetero mm-hmm. you know, rough and tough kind of vibe going for it. Yeah. Um which, by the way, went off tangent a little bit to for that canon break. Yeah. I want to go back to this part of the, song, the song I like that I, I really, really like. Um, he His voice goes lower. Okay, they they pitched him for them lower. He goes, let's flood out the weasel's hole. And then you hear Chandra Sanchez. Not Chandra Sanchez at the time, I don't think. But Chandra goes, oh, Christ, will you bury my body? Yeah. So, uh I'm thinking like like, like, uh, you know, whoever this character is, this guy's going to kill him. He's talking about something else, mm. concerned with something else, yeah. while his victim's like, "Can you look, you're going to kill me? Can you at least bury me?" Yeah, you know, uh, so my body isn't picked by vultures, which is in the artwork, I believe, in yeah. the concept art of this character. Uh, we'll keep marching to the top of this tower as God is in at home. There's nothing in the way that could stop us. It's your time to go. I'm thinking maybe Claudio, because I want to point something out about this album. We'll cover it in in the songs that specifically talk about this. Mm -hmm. But this is supposed to be the last Armory Wars album. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I think he always planned to do a prequel because the second stage is technically part two. Mm -hmm. But this is the culmination of the storyline. Um everybody's supposed to die. um no one's left. The world and the universe is destroyed. So I'm thinking that what he decided to take the story here is to just go crazy and like let his characters decide how to do things mm-hmm. and try not to influence the story with his own biases, because like it was his decision to kill Ambelina, yeah. Uh it wasn't and it wasn't natural at all. And it does kind of feel weird in yeah. the story. Uh another canon break here. He kinda he just kills her off. Uh 'cause he broke because they broke up in real life. So he did that twice. Although I don't think his ex dies in the songs. No. He just wants her to. So yeah, he didn't even kill his ex in the in the story. His first ex. Uh enough of the death and murder and the sadness. Uh the song is just just kicks ass. Yeah. Uh it's goofy and silly and like um you can't help but tap your toe to you. Oh Christ will you bury my body
1: Like it's a it's a real like
0: this is like it's just a straight up thing
1: <laughs> like plain and simple. It's great you know. If you're like listen like if you want if you're like listening to Kobe and like like, yeah, it's, it's mathy, it's proggy, it's fucking great. But where's, like, where are the riffs, man? Where are the <laughs> riffs? Where is that nice, clean guitar solo? Go to this fucking song, Yes, then. the
0: song is, is, is crunchy. The solos are very slick, uh, just as always. I feel like Travis uh, Stever has always been consistent yes uh, in his career and has always it has a unique and cambria sound that i feel like it just can't be imitated
1: and just like the title grave makers and gunslingers the two genders of <laughs> <other. laughs>
0: you you're one or the other or um, you can get out
1: yeah you you're a grave maker or you're a gunslinger <laughs> you <laughs> it's simple,
0: simple as that okay uh so I give the song a nine out of ten.
1: I give the song a nine point five out of ten.
0: Alright, and that's the only song we're rating. Yeah. Uh so Gravemakers and Gunslingers, No World for Tomorrow, uh the artwork for the album is badass. Mm-hmm. Uh it's the same guy who did Kiss album artwork and KISS was uh, one of the things that people made notable about him is that hey, at least they got good album covers. Yeah. Hey? He's got something going for him. Um, that's all I got to say about grave makers and gunslingers, except for I don't wanna live no more. Don't wanna pull that trigger. All right. Uh, well, that's all for uh, way ye yeah, Eight, way ye yeah, 8 Don't tell me. Um, join us next week. Um, where we talk about more songs. Uh, and also if you're on the SS Neverender, uh, we are having a panel in room, uh, 1312 at, um, 6 a.m. Friday morning. All right.
1: We'll be looking forward to seeing you, um, bring, bring,
0: um, bring sanitizer. Um, don't hang out in groups of 10 or more, um. Five of them are. Fuck it. And uh, (laughs) wash your hands. Stay safe. Wash your ass, too. Come on. Good night.